ako ba, paano ko ba nahanap yung sarili kong boses sa pagpa-facilitate? Mm-hmm. Gagamitin ko yung tagline ng hobby. It's my general interest of making learning happen. Nox! Yeah. <laughs> pwede na ba? Pwede na. <laughs> That was June, isang learning experience designer, learning facilitator, at kabahagi ng ating mga hobby community. Makakasama natin siya at si Joseph na isa ring learning experience designer at learning facilitator sa episode na ito on building your facilitation toolbox. Ako si Lacey, ang inyong host for today. Tara at magkwentuhan tayo. Hi, we are Happy Education Lab, a Manila-based design and research firm working to make well-designed learning experiences for everyone. You're listening to Happy Hour. Tara, kwentuhan tayo. Hello, Joan and Sir Joseph. Yan, katulad ng mga hobby workshops natin noon, yan, ng face-to-face pa, magsisimula rin tayo sa check-in. So, check-in tayo. Check-in question natin for today. Hmm. Give me, like, the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word facilitation and what is the associated feeling um, dun sa word na yon. Whenever I hear the word facilitation, the first thing that comes to mind is process and the feeling associated with it is it's a little bit arduous so medyo may hirap pero may ginhawa. So fruitful mm-hmm. din. Uh, for me, when I hear the word facilitation, I think of um, blank slate. I come from a state of not knowing much, pero merong mm-hmm. baon. So, the pro- yung sabi nga ni Joanne, the process comes mm-hmm. in para malamnan yung blank slate na yon. And ang na-associate ko sa kanya always is um, curiosity, curiosity and open-mindedness. Kasi mm-hmm. as a facilitator, for me, yun ang lagi kong baon. Being curious about what people would say Mm-mm. and how they would respond to to the process, and of course, being open to accepting. Ko ano man yung yung kahinatnan ng proseso. Pag naririnig kita ngayong word of facilitation, ang unang pumapasok sa isip ko ay guiding. So more of guiding the participants or the learners. At yung feeling na naassociate ko or nalalamdaman ko pag ako rin mismo ay nagpa-facilitate, ay may excitement at the same time, plus one kay Sir Joseph, na may curiosity din. So what I will uh, impart to the learners and what I will learn also from them. Ayan. Ikinawento ni Lujon at Joseph kung paano sila nagsimula sa larangan ng facilitation at kung sino-sino ang kanilang mga target learners. I work for a global nonprofit, So my main work is to support our 55 offices all over the world in designing audience-centric or people-powered campaigns. So I do that facilitating learning on different approaches and methodologies of, of campaign design, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, my core audiences, if, if I can call mm-hmm. them, core audiences are staff. So who are working on engaging our target audiences, either face-to-face or digitally. Pero since pandemic, most of it is through digital um, spaces. So I don't necessarily work with learners in an academic setup. So here, siguro, 
once we go through the conversation, I define learners as someone who has general interest and openness to learning. I used to work also for a nonprofit uh, mm-hmm. early in the 2000s. Then from there, I've been facilitating a lot of youth programs already and community uh, organizing. And then I got into a consulting firm when I left the NGO world. When we do consultancy work, kasi organizational development yung ginagawa namin. So we do a lot of um, assessments. Pumapasok naman doon yung facilitation ko namin kasi we do a lot of FGDs. We do a lot of meeting facilitation. We do a lot of uh, leadership workshops, coaching workshops, supervisory training, and of course, a lot of team building programs. Sa bahaging ito, napag-usapan namin ang mga kanyang-kanyang karanasan sa pag-facilitate. Ano-ano ang proudest moments at mga learnings from facilitating. Sa konsepto ng LND, meron tinatawag na return of learning, di ba? So, you see the the return of investment or the amount of investment in terms of time resources pag binalik na nila sa'yo yung kung ano yung natutunan nila, kung nagamit na ba nila yung mga natutunan nila. Mm-hmm. It always feels good when after, post na eh, actually hindi during, post the training or for, post the, the event itself is when they started reaching out to you because they're already using it in practice. Last one ako doon kay sa sabi ni Joanna, yun nga, if you see na yung learning is immediately used or mm-hmm. immediately implemented, like Uh, halos pareho pala tayo ng, ano, ng, ng ginagawang workshop doon. Kasi uh, a few weeks back, I did a re- uh, resource mobilization uh, workshop for mga CSRs. Mm-hmm. Then, immediate talaga, kita ko na yung tools na nalamnan nila, yung, ano, yung form, meron na silang resmo plan for the next 2-3 years. Kung merong mga proudest moments of facilitation, meron ding challenging ones. Pero kadalasan, sa mga na-encounter natin na challenges, dito tayo nakapag-reflect on our own style of facilitation and how we can improve further. For a lack of a better term, rigid. Yung mga ganun na, ano, na tipong participants na ang hirap buhatin. Yung mabigat na, na participants. Hirap ibagsak yung creative agad in that kind of, of, of participants. Yung tipong... Ano muna, medyo, 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 medyo lang. Ginawa ko is inunti-unti na, na may introduce a different way of doing the workshop. Uh, and they responded. For me, it's always about facilitating difficult people. Difficult people talaga. <laughs> um, some people are difficult and it's okay. It's part of mm-hmm. of, of life. Diba? Mm-hmm. Whether facilitation or otherwise, difficult mm-hmm. people will be there. So the challenge there is that um, often difficult people takes up too much space. That's one. So they take space from other learners in the room or other participants in the room. Mm-hmm. So may, obviously there is that uneven or imbalanced power or power structure. Parang mm-hmm. minsan yun yun eh. Yung mga posisyon na nasa loob ng kwarto, it creates that imbalance. Whether formal or informal power. 
and most of the time difficult people sa experience ko they tend to make the space very hostile or negative yun yung ano yun yung challenge so dahil nga importante ang energy sa room di ba para mm-hmm. whether it's a it's a you know a calm or high energy space energy is important period para yeah. ma- uh, madaloy mo yung proseso So, yung nangyari doon um, is that how I usually handle it. And actually, I learned it from uh, a facilitator, an expert facilitator as well. <laughs> At ginagamit ko na siya nung natutunan ko siya. Um, in a face-to-face setup. Face-to-face muna. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Um, for example, if a participant is oversharing or started creating this hostile environment, Mm-hmm. Um, the approach should be to literally give them a time limit of how much they can use up that negative space. That's oh, why. So it can be a minute or two. Talaga, literally sabihin mo na parang, okay, I'm giving you one minute to to finish your point. Um, mm-hmm. isa, to wrap up um, and to go towards what the point of your um, sharing is. Parang mm-hmm. ganyan. Um, yung isa pang ginagawa namin is Um, tawag sa kanya ano softbox or one minute speeches. Kasi kulang ka sa time. Tipong binigyan ka lang ng 2 hours to facilitate. So kailangan mo from point A to point B madala yung mga tao. Pero para sa iyo importante pa rin yung sasabihin nila. Lalo na kung may difficult people around. Um, I try to during breaks or before a session would start to give them one minute to to say what they want. So yeah. usually may digital timer, kasi literal may digital mm-hmm. timer na nakaano sa screen. Tapos hayaan ko sila magsalita. Sige lang. Tapos malapit ako sa mic volume. So pag one minute na, patay na yung <laughs> So yung iba natatawa. So it also gives some energy into the room. Yeah. Uh, Ang sama. Hindi <laughs> siya masama kasi it was, you you were very clear in the beginning yes, that yes, you're giving yes. them one minute. Hindi naman that's siya parang uh, That's the mechanics, one minute. That's what you, that's what you have. Um, so difficult people, you can actually manage them. Just give mm-hmm. them the space, the time, but being clear also to to what's negotiable and what's not negotiable. Narinig natin mula kay June kung paano siya mag-handle ng difficult people when facilitating. Ngayon naman na most of our facilitation happens online, ano-ano ang mga dinagdag o iniba natin sa way ng ating pagpapasilitate? Ako, I'm not sure if it's Uh, deliberately iniba by my volition or dahil yun lang yung available tools na pwedeng gamitin. Really, accept, for me, accepting na lang talaga mm-hmm. that these are the tools that I have and we make use, we make do of what's there. So, yun. So, nag-start ako sa tools. So, nag-assess ako ng mga existing digital tools na pwedeng gamitin. Mm-hmm. Tapos I try to think of ways to adapt it to to how I usually do things. So, tinatry ko, nag, will this work, will not will this not work, etc. Why? So, nag, ano lang siya, um, trial and error in some way. Some some tools works for others, others just don't. Yun yung yeah. isa. Tapos yung pangalawa is that how I organize time. Yun talaga yung pinaka-importante. Um, dati yung mga one hour na meeting kailangan mas malaki na siya ngayon. So, pag sinabi mong one-hour meeting, sasabihin ko sa'yo, kailangan natin ng one and a half hour kung gusto mo ng one-hour na meeting. 
Um, kasi ano eh, yung virtual gatherings or mga meetings, you need to inject more intentional breaks. Tapos hindi pa rin nawawala yung, even naman sa face-to-face, we try to bridge, di ba, yung physical and digital learning spaces. Sometimes yeah. we still use tools na digitally kahit na face-to-face siya. So similarly, try to incorporate using still pen and papers or using mm-hmm. anything that's within your environment. Yun pa rin yung ano ko. Uh, marami akong kinuha doon sa hobby des- learning design na ginagawa uh, uh, ni Jerson na uh, uh, activities for check-in. Ganyan. Ginagamit ko siya na parang okay, useful to. As we wrap up our kwentuhan, nag-iwan sila Jonah Joseph ng ilang mga tips on finding your own facilitation style and on how to make powerful facilitation for learning. Mas, ito, y- ito yung madali na part. Learn as many tools as you can. When you have lots of tools, then it can be modular in your head. Naiisip ko na actually. Na, uh-huh. Kukunin ko na lang para boom, boom, boom. Ito yung kailangan uh-huh. Pero at the end of the day, you still need to try, test, and iterate. Diba? Sabi nga sa design thinking, kailangan siya. Kailangan mo mag-prototype. Tapos mm-hmm. tingnan mo if it works. And most of the time, it doesn't work to, uh, to different people. Kailangan mo talagang magbago din, mag-change. So don't be afraid to experiment. Um, pero importante, sabi nga ni Habi, eh, feedback, di ba? But always ask for feedback. Feedback is important. It gives you a space to reflect and grow in the in the process. Nakasang okay. dami kong ano doon, ah, parang quotable quotes na kinuha oh, lang. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay lang. Pero, pero naniniwala talaga ako doon. Yung, kaya nga ako, go na go ko sa Habi. Eh, kasi talagang, Uh-oh. ano, so, support tayo dyan. Parang yan talaga yung gusto natin mangyari. Ito, very, at least for me, this is very concrete mm-hmm. and I think pwede yung pwede rin gamitin is that try to create uh, scenarios in your head. Parang yung mga, ano, mga, mga sports, uh, uh, mga sports people. Ano ba? Ano bang terms of sports people? Mga, ano, athletes? Athletes. <laughs> So, parang mga athletes, di ba? They imagine yung routine nila before mm-hmm. they go. For you as well, try to imagine as much as you can how the workshop will move. And then, get as much scenarios pa paano kung nangyari to ganyan-ganyan. Actually, it took a lot of practice and learning on my end. So, meron yung formal learning on facilitation. Tapos, meron din yung mga informal, yung learning about your worst facilitation experiences na yeah. ay hindi ko hindi ko gagawin yan pag ako pero naginagawa mo rin pala minsan yung mga ganyan so it, it didn't happen overnight so ano siya parang lifelong learning din yung paghahanap dun sa bosses mo sa bosses mo get experience as much as you can facilitate as much uh, as you can get opportunities for you to talk to mm-hmm. speak in front of people uh, to facilitate a workshop as much as you can. Of course, you have to prepare for it also. Volunteer to be a workshop facilitator. Mm-hmm. So The more experience you get, the more chances of winning. Uh, pero it's not just going through it. Uh, I like yung, yung sabi ni Joanna, you, you need to get feedback. But as much as you can also get feedback, and also you need to self-assess. You get the feedback and then you assess yourself. At the end of each opportunity or each experience that you get, Uh, ask yourself questions na did I did I achieve the objective what went well what did not go well mm-hmm. uh, was this the best thing that I could have done or was this the 
yung mga ganon and and be accepting of whatever it is na na ma-feedback sa or mai ma-experience and then learn from all of the experience that you get i don't know how how this would go with people pero for me try not to try not to get too hung up on other facilitators or trying to emulate yung tipong meron kang ah this is the best facilitator I think there's a there's a time for you to to make use ko ano man yung process ng ibang facilitator pero somehow at some point you need to understand na meron kang sarili meron kang sariling voice you have your own style and habang nagsi-self-assess ka na nagsi-self-assess getting feedback and all you you get to understand who you really are as a facilitator and yun ang gamitin mo There's no one way to facilitate, no best way to facilitate. Facilitating is challenging. Pero kapag binalikan talaga natin yung mga naranasan natin and we use those experiences to continue improving ourselves, we can feel that we are growing in terms of our facilitation skills. As we listened and gained inspiration from Joan and Joseph's experiences, narinig natin yung wisdom na maaaring makatulong sa pagbuo sa atin bilang mga facilitator. Habang patuloy nating sinusubukan ang mga iba't ibang techniques mula dito. Ang facilitation toolbox natin, hindi rin magkakapareho. Pero kaya-kaya nating magtulungan na punuin at pagyamanin ang facilitation toolbox ng bawat isa. Kayo, meron ba kayong facilitation tips? Comment nyo dito as we continue to build our facilitation toolboxes. Aabangan namin, pero sa ngayon, check out muna tayo. Mag-ano tayo? Complete the sentence. Yes, complete the sentence. A powerful facilitator makes learning black. I think I'm ready. Tara, tara. <laughs> I'll just, a, powerful, a powerful facilitator makes learning thoughtful, collaborative, and creative. Alright. For me, a powerful facilitator makes learning fun, interesting, useful, and internal. And sa akin naman, a powerful facilitator makes learning happen. <laughs> Happy Hour. Kwentuhan, tanungan, pala isipan.